Welcome to Salisbury Sermons, a podcast ministry of First United Methodist Church in Salisbury, North Carolina. Today's sermon is a continuation through the story 2021, our discipleship emphasis for this year, where we are encountering God anew in the story of Scripture from beginning to end. Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth of Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God, for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. O Lord, thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. The fragility of a broken and weakened world. These were the cries of God's people shouting out. They were experiencing torment and duress in ancient times long ago at the hands of foreign oppressors. They knew that God had wanted them to live freely, completely, and to worship God truly. We, we heard these cries resonating in the words of the prophet Isaiah because the Lord told Isaiah to share this vision about the Messiah who would come, how great and wonderful he would be. And to think that the fragility and weakened state of this world was to be satisfied in the fragility 
of a weak baby. A baby. When's the last time you held a baby? Was it earlier today? A few weeks ago? A few years ago? Sometimes when it's been a while, we need to be reminded about what it feels like to hold that baby. I held a baby just a few days ago. And as I held her, I just couldn't help but sway back and forth. It just sort of happens. I wasn't thinking about it. I was perhaps going back in time to a few years ago when I was holding my own baby. Babies are tiny, they are weak, they are fragile, and at the same time, they are full of life and energy. Bernard of Clairvaux was a 12th century French monk. Now, you need to know, he was on the wrong side of history on some pretty significant things, but he, he preached some really powerful sermons and penned some beautiful prayers, one of which was for Christmas. And I want to share with you the closing line to Bernard's prayer, a prayer to the Christ child on Christmas. Caress us with your tiny hands, embrace us with your tiny arms, and pierce our hearts with your soft, sweet cries. Imagine this little baby born to Mary and Joseph lying in the manger, so weak, so fragile, yet having the strength of Almighty God in those tiny little hands and arms able to reach out and to hold the whole world, including you and me. Oh, that this little baby could caress us, could embrace us. But not only do we want the Christ child to hold us, he has come into this world to reveal what's true, to cast light in the darkness, so that we can know and understand more clearly what God wants, so that healing and restoration can be brought about for individuals, for families, for communities, for all of creation. Pierce our hearts, he prays, with your soft, sweet cries. I learned, and perhaps you have too, when babies cry, it's for a reason. You may not appreciate the reason. You may not appreciate the timing. But there's a reason. And oftentimes, there's something that needs attention. And the baby does not have the linguistic skills or the emotional wherewithal to have a conversation about how we can fix the situation. So what does the baby do? The baby cries. We have situations throughout our entire world and we don't have the words to articulate just exactly what's wrong, but we can tell that there's something wrong. And we may not have the emotional wherewithal 
to sift through all of the different versions of what you think and what she thinks and what he says. We just know that there's division. We know that there's brokenness. We know that there are hurt feelings. We know that there are people facing despair and the fear is so overwhelming they think that, that, that there, there, there's just no way out. These are the cries that we have today in our hurting and broken world. Cries that are emerging out of our fragility, out of our weakened state. And so God Almighty comes into this world as one of us, into our brokenness, into our fragility, as the most vulnerable of all, a baby. And he actually cries out for us. With his soft, sweet cries, our hearts are pierced because we get to understand more clearly how God sees the world. Not just our selfish, self-centered, self-aggrandizing view. But through Jesus, we get to see what God sees. We get to hope for what God wants. And it all starts at Christmas. This blessed and beautiful time, festooned with garland and ribbon and lights, celebrated with gifts given and received, heralded with songs that make our hearts swell with joy. I pray for you and for all of us that the prayer that Bernard prayed centuries ago could be your prayer tonight. Let me read these words again for us. Caress us with your tiny hands. Embrace us with your tiny arms. And pierce our hearts with your soft, sweet cries. As we approach the manger with Jesus' beloved mother and faithful father, Mary and Joseph, right there with him, open your heart to hear the cries. As you hear the cries of the Christ child, let that help Tune your ears to hear the cries of this broken and hurting world. And know that you, dear friends, with the blessings of Christmas, are called to go out to be a light to this world. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we ask that you would rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to share us with your friends. For more information about FUMC and our mission to make and nurture Christian disciples through the presence and power of God, we invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and please visit our website at fumcsalisbury.org.